D&D 5e Character Lab Podcast with your hosts, Karen and Dan. Alright, welcome to the D&D Character Lab, a show based around the one thing we as players cannot resist. Compulsively creating characters and daydreaming about their validity in-game. Each week we're bringing a new character to the table, drawing from a plethora of Xanathar's content, and scoring against a predefined table of criteria. It is then up to us to use our own personal charisma modifiers to prove to one another that our baby is best! And how do you feel about your Xanathar's baby this week? Man, I've had so many Xannies. I am just... I'm, there's You're no so coming chill. back from it at this point. So, one thing that we forgot to mention at the end of uh, last week's episode is... Well, first, I'm Dan. And I'm Garen. And uh, we rolled AD20 after the episode, and we rolled an 18. So, we are building swole, level 18, Xanathar's characters. And these are also week. the biggest characters we've made for the show. Yeah, these, these things are swole. It took a long time to do this. Yes. Because not not often do you do you just build an 18 from the ground up. I think a level 18 character would take yeah. years of gameplay probably. Yeah, and, and you get to know these guys pretty well at this point, And like you would know these things like the back of your hand. I mean, the amount of abilities, I, I'm speaking for my guy, the amount of abilities is insane. I yes. mean, especially, I mean, I don't know about you, but I mean, 18, 18 levels, I, I obviously multi-classed. Yes, and, but it gave us a, an opportunity to really show a lot of what Xanathar's has to offer at this point. Sure. So going into that, who do you have this week, Aaron? Well, you may remember, we're on episode 18 now, Dan. Do you remember episode one? Do you remember your first loss? Sardar Klon, yeah. Yes, and Rasslin Shatterpeak, the female mountain dwarf that came from a family of nobles, and she had three brothers. Oh, sure. One of her brothers is coming to the lab this week, Sir Eberk Shatterpeak. Now, this brother... Also started off praying to the gods, believing in the power of the forge. And obviously, he was a, obviously much stronger than his sister. Than his level one sister? Yes. Yeah. Yes. She was tough. This guy is insane. He started off being raised, you know, um, with a smith's hammer in his hand, making weapons, making armor. But he struck out from his family, much like Rasslin did. And while Rasslin was seeking to help people with her cleric abilities... Uh, Sir Eberk kind of sought glory through helping those around him. And he became a full-on knight of the realm as he saw himself. He got himself a horse that he bought off a gnome. He roamed the countryside. And he even ran into a monastery at one point. And when he helped them fend off a threat that was attacking them that I'll leave unnamed because it doesn't really matter, they taught him a lot of what they had and he was known for his partying you know knights like to celebrate and when he found that there was a monastery dedicated to celebrating oh he was all about that and he spent a good couple of years with those boys learning a lot of their ways and learning you don't always need to have a weapon in your hand to be dangerous but most of those years he has spent on horseback on his noble steed knuckle stamp that right yes knuckle stamp because you don't want to be changing his shoes this horse gets very anxious about having his shoes changed you might get some swollen hands. Uh-huh. Some ouchy fingers. So Sir Eberk Shatterpeak is a level 18 d- mountain dwarf, cavalier, forge cleric, and drunken master monk all rolled into one beautiful neutral good nobo. <laughs> Noble. So in, in full disclosure, showed up to this recording, and I had a drunken master monk and a forge cleric. We yeah. obviously we obviously discussed this and we can't we can't go with that. So I would like to introduce you to Silness Whispermouse. Now the name hasn't changed though. 
the, the name is the same. You're still using that fantasy name generator. Yes, fantasy name generator. You hopped on to make a new character, but you couldn't be bothered to do a new name because this name, Whisper Mouse... Oh, Whisper Mouse? It's not one of them screaming mice. Well, and see, here's the deal. I went from a monk to... uh, This is a pirate. This is a pirate that sailed the seas, very proficient in in coastal adventuring, and... Oh, yeah. Beast slaying. Slaying those sea beasts. Yeah, actually, sea dragons... Loch Ness. Mm. That's what he's been going after. He, uh, a couple of his shipmates, uh, you know, he's, he's gotten like the Kraken, you know I mean? It's like the thing is just, just completely destroying ships, destroying ships, destroying ships. And so he's surviving, managing to survive with strong magic skills, strong ability to wield blades, as well as his uh, strength in survival and beast slaying. Is uh, he the captain? I will tell you this much. I did use. The I pirate. feel like that's a yes or no answer. I, f- I will tell you this much. I used the pirate background so he can get himself a, a pirate ship. I-, I will bring that back into this. Okay, but we're not going to dwell on that too much this time. No, we're we're going. But he is not currently a captain. He's got some stripes. What does that mean? I'm is not, he some sort of? We're not going. To, we're, not going to, we're not going into his ranks. He's a so pirate in the navy. You, I introduce you to Silness Whispermouse, the Ghostwise Halfling, level fifteen Bard, College of the College of Swords, level three Ranger. Beast Slayer. All right. I won't, I'm, I'm I won't actually, dwell I'm too actually, much, although it is very confusing. I'm actually very excited about this. So I will start off with melee. I'm okay. working a plus two. I use two weapon fighting. I have two short swords. Plus 11 to hit. 1d6 plus 5 piercing. And because it's two weapon fighting, I get that plus 5 on both hands. And I get two attacks. So I get to do that four times. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Potential for 44 damage total per round. I am thinking that's an easy plus two by itself. However, I have an ability called Blade Flourish, which gives me three abilities if I expend a Bardic Inspiration die. The first one is Defensive Flourish. I can expend one of my Bardic Inspiration to cause my weapon to deal extra damage to the target I hit. The damage equals the number that you roll on the Bardic Inspiration die, and then you can also add that number rolled to your AC until the start of your next turn. I think it's pretty cool. Okay, I'm very nervous about this episode now because if a bard is starting off with a solid plus two in melee where is the rest of this going to go i think uh, uh I think i'm gonna tell you hang on a minute now slashing flourish expends one bardic inspiration to cause the weapon to deal extra damage to the target i hit and to any other creature of my choice that i can see within five feet the damage even your friends no to any that i choose no i'm asking you well i wouldn't do it to my friends but yeah what's your alignment that is a i i'm a neutral you left that blank neutral pirate (laughs) neutral pirate (laughs) this was built on the fly friend (laughs) the damage equals the number i roll in the bardic inspiration die and then i have mobile flourish which allows me to expend one of my bardic inspiration to cause the weapon to deal extra damage to the target i hit the damage equals the number you roll in the bardic inspiration die but you can also push the target up to five feet away from you plus a number of feet equal to the number you roll on that die so it's a d12 and then you can immediately then use your reaction to move up to your walking speed to an unoccupied space within five feet of that target. So That's you could push him and then go like, by the way, hi. And you got to use your bardic inspiration die on that, but... You do not now. So here's the deal. Because I'm level 15, you can opt to use a d6 in lieu of one of your bardic inspiration die. Oh, because the bardic inspiration at level 15 would be a... D12. D- oh, which is very high. But, but you, you could just can... use a d6 at any time. Yep. At every single attack? Anytime you want. Why are bards so good? Yeah. So, anyways, that's a plus two. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. can make me roll. I mean, that that would be a good one. You know what? Yeah, you're yeah. right. I'm going to make you roll. I already wrote the plus two. What's your charisma? Like 12? 14. Oh, and I rolled a 17. Uh, so that's plus two. So you can keep that. Put that eraser away, champ. Yeah, yeah. All right, what do you got? I'm also arguing a plus two. Yeah, you got some monk in there. Yeah. 
I am Cavalier, 10 levels of Cavalier. I ride a horse and I use a lance, which is a 1d12 plus 5 with my strength. How many attacks you get? Two? Two attacks, but I have the monk levels where I can use Flurry of Blows. And so that's a 1d6 plus 5 mm. every time I use that for those bonus attacks. I also have nothing. Well, I don't know why I'm deciding. Uh, I have set. Oh, Action Surge. Yeah, if you'd have if you'd have used one more monk level, you said six levels of monk you used. Yes. If you'd have gone up one more level, you could have used you could have had magical magical hits with your melee weapon. No, I do have key empowered strikes. Oh, is that at six level? Yes. Okay. All right. So that's good. That's good. You were smart with that, but that's not a plus two. That is a plus two. That's what you've got. That's what I've got. I've got a potential thirty-four damage plus. If I use a key point, I can do eleven damage per punch. Plus, I have action surge, which would be another attack. Yeah. These are all, that's, those two are conditional. Without any further conditions, right, I can expend a D6. On top of the 44 damage that I'm doing just with short swords, I can do any of these flourishes by expending a die and just adding that die to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get out. We're my, at level, my, eight, my we're at level 18 and you're like, I can do 34 damage My fighter round. should yeah. be getting a plus two. Yeah, but oh. she shows a cavalier, so I mean, you know. Well, the, the cavalier is very strong in other categories. Oh, is it? Okay, let's, yes. let's hear it. How well, it's not it range. range. It's not range. No? Because I have a crossbow with a plus six to hit 1d6 damage. <laughs> Minus one. Yeah. Okay, fair. Moving along. I'm arguing a plus two. I have a long... No, you're not getting a plus two. Well, I think you need to hear why. I have a plus two. Uh, I'm sorry. I have a longbow, 1d8 plus five. It's a plus 13 to hit. Uh-huh. Is and that I, it? And I get two attacks. No, that's a one. Okay, plus one. So you gotta have you gotta be bringing more to the table at level eighteen. Yeah, yeah, sure. A that's a lot. That might even be a zero at no, level eighteen because it it's one. not nothing else juicy to that. Burninating. I'm arguing a plus two. Is I this have... all plus two? Is this gonna be plus two for the whole oh, episode? It's, here? An, it's a lot of plus twos. Uh, I have thunderclap, hideous laughter, thunder wave, and snaring strike, blight. That's that's all I wrote down. I'm sure I've got more. Well, that's some pretty good damage. How many spell slots do you have? I have four level one slots. Three level two, three level three, three level four, and two level five. That's a lot of slots. I mean, bards are, they're a partial caster, so yeah, they definitely have... Well, and I also am a ranger, which is also a caster as well, so... Very, very light casting. Yeah. Very light. Light enough to give me that plus two. All right. Yeah. Um, what do you got? I have Searing Smite, which is a bonus action I use to apply to my attack. It does 1d6 damage if it hits. They have to roll a con save, or they burst into flames to take 1d6 damage every turn. I also have key empowered strikes. Yeah, but they repeat, they repeat their con save. Uh-huh. To to, to but it's bonus damage. damage off the one attack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 1d6. I also got key empowered strikes, so all of my punches are magical. Yeah. Which counts as burninating. We've yes. determined that. Yeah. And you're arguing? Zero. <sighs> Level 18? No. You're getting a minus one. God, no. Yeah. I mean, you're just not bringing enough. Control, what do you got? I have a lot for control. Is it is control it... or tankiness? What are we doing? It's control. Do you not know how this game oh, works? Yeah. Getting a minus two for tankiness for not writing it down. Control. I have a... This is where my Cavalier really comes in strong. Because I have got hold the line, which prevents... Which, which you just put your enemy on hold until they lose their mind and they get 2d6. Yeah, uh, like when you try and damage. call Yahoo customer support. Is, and you wait on yeah, hold wait, for an I'm sorry, hour. I'm sorry. Wait, you use Yahoo? I had a Yahoo email account that I stopped using. And then one day I said, wow, I haven't changed over all my addresses. So some people might still be sending me emails at my Yahoo. I couldn't get into it anymore. I tried to call Yahoo customer support. I waited on hold for 90 minutes and no one ever answered the phone. <laughs> because no one has a Yahoo mail account. 
That's what right, we, and neither did I anymore. That's what we learned today, and so, that's what I have, and that is control. They had me for ninety minutes. They had me. They as a did. Captive audience. Hold the line. They cast. Hold so the I'm line. getting a plus two. Do I even need to go into any more details? <laughs> what do you got for hold the line? What is this? Creatures provoke an opportunity attack from you when they move within five feet or more within your reach. When I have a lance, that is ten feet. You, if you hit a creature with an opportunity attack, the creature's speed is reduced to zero until the end of the turn. I also have warding maneuver. Nope, gonna wait that for later. I also have Tipsy Sway, where I can spend a key point with my Drunken Master, and if they miss me with an attack, I can cause them to attack someone within five feet of me. I also have Unwavering Mark. When I hit a creature with an attack, I mark them. Whether they're within five feet of me, they have disadvantage on all attacks against me. In addition, if the creature marked by me deals damage to anyone other than me, I get an attack against them cool that is very cool that's what the the cavalier is all about kind of getting into the middle of the battle and controlling the battle being the center of attention which is really going to pay off when you see how and gd well, tanky i am yeah and it's also about being the most boring fighter subclass so that's also pretty cool um cavaliers are not boring. so you get no you get a plus two that's solid you um, insulted me. No, no, you got no hold the line is a great ability i'm arguing a plus two as well Ugh. i've got counter charm which at 6th level I gain the ability to use musical notes or words of power to disrupt mind-influencing effects. As an action, I can start a performance that lasts until the end of my next turn. During that time, myself and any friendly creatures within 30 feet of me have advantage on saving throws against being frightened or charmed. So this will obviously come up again. I also believe that any blade flourish that I listed earlier can be applied here. I have Font of Inspiration, which allows me to regain all of my use, expended uses of Bardic Inspiration when uh-huh. I finish a short or long rest. And then I also have Primeval Awareness, Thunder Wave, Gust of Wind, Fog Cloud, Phantasmal Force, Crown of Madness, Dominate Person, and Hold Monster. I also have Hunter Sense, which at third level allows me to gain the ability to peer at a creature and magically discern how best to hurt it. As an action, I can choose one creature that I can see within 60 feet of me, immediately learn whether or not the creature has any damage immunities, resistances, or vulnerabilities, and what they are. And then if the creature is hidden from divination magic, you can sense that it has no damage immunities, resistances, or vulnerabilities. Well, that's basically saying, yeah, if it's hidden, your thing fails and you don't realize it. But I can use that the number of times equal to my wisdom modifier, which is uh, one. So I can do that per once per... I believe, uh, long rest, yes. And then I also have Slayer's Prey, which starting at third level, I can focus on an ire or my ire on one foe, increasing the harm that I inflict on it. As a bonus action, I designate one creature that I can see within 60 feet of me as the target of this feature. The first time each turn that you hit with the target with a weapon attack, it takes an extra 1d6 damage from the weapon. Why do you always have such long lists? Well, control... You're I, so listy. No, I'm a very... I'm a big... If you haven't noticed, I build my I build my characters big... Because control... Control and smooth operator, let's face it, are like the most fun part of the game. Yeah, I know. You're very obsessed with that. You, have you already, I've already made you roll on this. Yeah, I have already made you roll on this game. Yeah. Because I really want you to roll after that. Well... It's a great list. I love the Monster Slayer traits. It stinks that you can't use them more often. Yeah. But it's definitely super cool. When you imagine yourself faced up against, you know, like, uh, say, a dragon or whatever, and you sense its weaknesses, you go in on it, it's really intense for the role-playing aspect. Yeah, I'm going to give you a plus two on that. <laughs> but uh, I'm not happy about your attitude. Well, that's because you, you feel it coming. I feel it coming, baby. Tankiness. I'm going to go first. I'm going to get my plus two on tankiness. I have a armor class of 20 with 200 hit points. I have second wind. 
Now, I also have Blessings of the Forge, where I can spend my long rest working on my armor to give it a plus one AC for the next day. That would bump my AC to a 21 for the day. I also have Shield of Faith, which would bump my AC to a 23 as a bonus action if I wanted it to. I also have Warding Maneuver. If me or a creature I can see within five feet of me is hit by an attack, I roll a D8 as a reaction. If I'm wielding a melee weapon or a shield, which I am, I roll the die and I add the number rolled to the target's AC against the attack. I can use that equal to my con modifier, which is two times per long rest. So that is a potential eight bonus AC twice per long rest. That's actually awesome. And that's great for my friends too. But uh, so do I get my plus two on tankiness? I sure. mean, this guy is nothing if not tanky. Yeah. And he's a dwarf. His base oh. AC was what? 20. His base AC is 20. Yes, because I have Splint plus Shield, which gets me to a 19, and Defense Fighting Style gives me a plus 1. I also took the Dwarven Fortitude feat, which gave me a plus 1 to my con, and if I opt to take the dodge action during my turn, I can use a hit die recovery. Cool. Plus 2, easy. Not even going to attempt to argue on that. So, I didn't write anything down for tankiness, but I so will So you get a minus 2. No. I have a Defensive Flourish, as I mentioned earlier, which allows me to use that Bardic Inspiration die, but then I can add that number that I rolled to my AC until the start of my next turn. Uh-huh. I, so, I mean, that's, you can, I can potentially, so base AC of 15, I can potentially add 12 to that. I gotta have a 27 AC for a round. That's pretty cool. I have 150 hit points total, and I have counter charm, which as uh, I stated, it allows me to do my little performance and give myself and my friends advantage on uh, any saving throws that we have. So those two things. What are your hit points? 150. Mm. What are you arguing? Zero. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, that's appropriate. Finally, you're being reasonable at this point. Well, it can't all be plus two. Friend, how do you help your friends? Bardic Inspiration. Ugh. Song of Rest. Uh-huh. Protection from Good and Evil. Uh-huh. Greater Invisibility. Leela Greater Man. Invisibility is a fun spell. That's cool. Leela Man's Tiny Hut. Leoman's tiny, tiny, tiny Hut. And that works on a boat? You can have a tiny hut on the boat? You can have a boat. You can have a, a hut on the boat. Right in the hull of the boat, the starboard side of the... Uh, so if you have to escape in like a dinghy when the boat's you, going down, you just put you a hut be, over the top of it and you guys feel better. It doesn't work the on ocean. the morning side starter bard of the boat. What did you just say? The, the morning star boat side of the boat. I'm trying to go ship terms with the you, man. The starboard side? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Morning, the morning star Morning side. star farms. Morning star farms. Yeah. You have some morning star farms... Hey, sausage by, inside the hut. By the way, Morningstar, if you hear this, hit us up for that sponsorship. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that was not a slip of the tongue. I also have the blade flourish that... That helps your friends? Yeah, there was one. Hang on. Oh, because you can add the AC? No, but that's just for you. I don't know what the fuck it was. All right. So, never mind. So that's... I and mean, you're arguing a what for your Plus friends? Plus one. I really want to shoot you down, but you're being very reasonable about that. <laughs> yeah, that's super reasonable. Yeah, I mean, because the song arrest is so is so great, and the bardic inspiration you can't argue bardic inspiration. All right, let me guess, you're plus two because you just help all your friends. That's what I'm all about. Oh, really? Cavaliers do that? LeBron, that? LeBron is not a very <laughs> he's not very good to his friends. Kyrie walked away. Sir Eberk doesn't like to talk about LeBron. He's not really holding up the Cavalier standard like everyone else is. Yeah, it's he's kind of an embarrassment to our class. Whoa, he's much more of a rogue. Wow. Yeah. LeBron James is an embarrassment to the Cavaliers. He is. Wow. Mm -hmm. You heard it here first. This isn't going to turn into a sports podcast. I think we, we're better off with our, oh, yeah, with, with could, our knowledge. I could talk for seconds on sports. <laughs> I'm bringing the heat, which he will again eventually if he wants to get more trophies. Is it trophies in basketball? They get trophies? <laughs> 
Or is it rings? What do they get? They get rings and trophies? Yeah, well, all of it. So much so much gold. So many. Speaking of gold, I got a lot because I'm a noble. I also have Spare the Dying, Resistance, Shield of Faith, Cure Wounds, Sanctuary, all of my Cavalier things, which uh, give disadvantage. Once I kind of got you in my mix, uh, you can't get away from me. You can't attack my friends without taking disadvantage. I can give my friends yeah, bonuses like to their AC. Plus two. Plus Easy. two, thank you. Easy. Man, I got to crawl out of this deficit. Uh, so I'm going to go over the ability scores. Okay, I'm gonna just I'm just gonna take it from here. Strength of eleven. Uh huh. However, short sword is a finesse weapon. Dex of twenty. Uh huh. Yeah. Con of thirteen. Intelligence of eight. He's a pirate. Wisdom of thirteen. Charisma of fourteen. Here's where things get interesting. Oh yeah, bards and their skills. I know. <laughs> Wait a minute. Passive perception of twenty three. Which seems kind of game breaking. Like, <laughs> I know, I know everything. You know what's going on. Yeah. By the way, I didn't even add that to the control. The only but... thing you don't know is what the sides of the boat are called. <laughs> well, the intelligence of eight. Yeah. So, plus, <laughs> I have proficiency in everything. I know. I know. For, for the record, I we all know how bards work. Yes. Okay. Congratulations. But no one's proud of you. Well, all you did was type that into the D and D freaking beyond. Hold on a minute. Seventeen in acrobatics plus seventeen. Ugh. Okay, I can roll. You a can't one. use I these. Can, I can roll a one and, and still do trapeze tricks. Okay, if you roll a one, you fail. We all know that. <laughs> plus four in animal handling. Plus two in arcana. Plus twelve in athletics. Plus five in deception. Plus twelve. Plus two in history. Let's just get the highlights here. Perception of plus thirteen. Sleight of hand plus seventeen. Plus eleven on stealth. What are you arguing? Easy plus two. <sighs> yeah, you can't argue that. I'm gonna give it to you because only that's the, we I have think the, I this is the highest. Well. This is the highest modifiers that we've had for the record over any character that's well yeah because it's a level 15 bard yeah you're getting a little salty i'm very salty what do you got strength of 20 dex of 10 con of 15 intelligence of 8 because he's a noble wisdom of 14 charisma of 14 so that gives me a plus 8 to insight and medicine and performance and persuasion a plus 5 to history i think for my class with good con my wisdom modifier applies to my cleric cleric oh, and monk saves and saves against my monk dc is also wisdom too uh, and that's a 14 it's not terrible i think i deserve a plus two no i would like to roll okay i'm gonna get it i haven't had a good roll in episodes jeez he rolled a three all right last smooth operator oh no yeah not last uh we're going to smooth operator uh what do you have i have got identify where I can look at an object, I can tell uh, what it is magically, how many charges it has, yada yada. I have light, the cantrip light, and I have slow fall. I'm putting slow fall in this category no. because I think it would be very cool. I jump off a building, I slowly pass the windows and gather all the information. That's not how it works. That's that's how it works. That's not. Yeah, you, I just float to the ground. Did you read how that? I understand how slow falling works. Yeah, but it's not. I'm floating to the ground like a feather in the beginning that's of not... Forrest Gump. I'm capturing your heart and the information. You're not capturing anything more than a, a minus one. In this, is, this is all I wrote. Smart. I have to have something more than that. <laughs> it's so bad. All of that's really bad. You put slow fall in smooth operator. This yeah, really I bad. was trying to mix it up. This I didn't need any more in tankiness. Obviously, my tankiness was off the charts. Yeah, so anyways, were you arguing? Because that's a minus one. That's a zero. No, minus one. That's a zero. No, you're getting a minus one. That's a good thing I didn't use my roll yet, because I can use my roll now. No, no, you already used that. That didn't happen. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, minus one. Zero. No, you read it off again without slow fall. One more thing. Without slow fall. No, slow fall counts. It doesn't count. Didn't you? I painted a great picture on that. It's not smooth. Identify and light. Light. No. And that's it. Yeah. And slow fall. Minus one. Minus one. You're a level 18, bro. 
Be- do better. Clean. What do you have? Uh, I have a 17 to sleight of hand. <laughs> Stop reading off your abilities. You are so... You know, you can't... You no, can't no, 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 but, but hey, let's triple dip. No, no, perception's a plus 13, past perception's a 23. We've heard this 11. already. I have the friend's cantrip, I uh-huh. speak with plants, and I have greater invisibility. So th- so, so the only things you haven't used before Even, easy are one. friends... We're not talking about... And the, speak uh, with this, plants. This category These are is what you full, have. This category is full of stuff that you double dip on. I didn't double dip at all because I wanted to show you my versatility prob- you probably, as a hero. You probably should have. Just saying. I couldn't if I wanted I'm to. I'm already at a plus one, and it's easy. A plus 17 to sleight of hand. Get out. That's that's a plus two any other day, but I'll, I'll let you... All right. So, anyways, going off of my greatness, plus 17 to acrobatics. This is for spitting fire. And how would you use that as spitting fire? Swing through the door. Break it down. That's That takes some strength. You have a strength of 11. Uh, well, but it, it also takes some dexterity, and I got a 20. All right, so hang on a minute. Stinking cloud. I can just walk in, fart on some bitches. <laughs> Specifically, can you can you elaborate on that story there? Who are these bitches? No, no, no. What I did wa- they do? I walk in, and people are like, no, you can't have the map to the castle. And I'm like... To map to find the castle or map inside the castle? And I'm like, you don't want to you don't want to see what I'm churning. And they're like, get out. We're not giving you any maps to the castle. Mm. And I'm like, wrong. And it's stinking cloud. It's, it's like a dysentery fart? It's, oh, like cholera. The times of cholera. Mm. Okay. Dominate person. Yeah. Phantasmal force. Uh-huh. Fog cloud. You've already said stinking cloud. No, fog cloud. It's the same thing. I can, I can make a fog stink cloud. And hex... But I also have hold beast, hold monster. It's hold monster. Hold monster. That's that's really good for those uh, for the beast. What are you arguing for spitting fire? Plus two, easy. I think you deserve a plus one based on your horrible acting in that stinking cloud scenario. Plus five intimidation too. So you're intimidating that fart out. Do you want me to roll? What's your, what's, your, what's your DC? What's your DC against the? What, what is your DC for being intimidated? What's your threshold? My DC. Your personal Garen's personal DC. <sighs> I'm gonna be honest with you. Yeah. I think I'd be fairly easily intimidated. Okay, so what would it be? DC of 13? I think that's being generous. All right, so we're gonna roll this one. Uh huh. Yeah, I rolled a 17. You're All like, right, I'm intimidated. Yeah, you can you, have a plus two. Yeah, All yeah. right, so don't, don't, please, don't hurt me. I got kids. This tank top is just for show. <laughs> All right, my spitting fire, I have stunning strike, which would change the situation pretty quickly. Yeah. I also have knuckle stamp the horse. Knuckle sandwich. Knuckle stamp yeah. the horse. I ride a war horse, which dwarfs a dwarf because it's so big and brawny. And so you see me charging around on my horse. You know, I'm coming down. I'm coming down the. It's three legged Really, horse. really, really uncoordinated. He's charging. Uh, he's also a little drunk. He's a drunken horse, too. So I have a drunken horse that is just wreaking havoc, and I'm the only one that can handle it. What are you arguing? Plus two. God no! What you? I'm sorry, but this is a weak build. This was really not good in any category. This is a very fun ca- character to play. Is it? That's your X factor. So you're getting a zero on the last one, but I mean that's generous. Uh, level eighteen though. The only I, thing that I'm you, the horse. only thing that you you really were was controlling and tanky. Very controlling and tanky. Yes. Everything else is a complete wash. I made a tank character. I made a point of how his his potential. Best circumstance, AC, 31. That's awesome. Yeah. My potential best circumstance, AC, was 27. I win. Yeah. I but, won this episode. But I, but I won I This won was the tanky episode. Oh, that, oh, oh, yeah, my bad, yeah. Why would you want to play Sir Eberk Shatterpeak? 
because I'm still asking myself that. This is a. I, I basically built a paladin with no magic, with very low magic. Which was a great choice. Yes. <laughs> but I've always wanted to play a knight character. To me, as a kid, this was the character that 10 year old Garen would have loved to play. Just <laughs> up there on a horse, charging in with your lance. So wait, so wait you, at 10, you sucked? <laughs> Did you suck at 10? I, was, I had a bowl cut. I hadn't grown into my teeth or my ears yet. <laughs> I still haven't grown into one of those. I wasn't really good at anything. I'm going to be completely honest with you. I, I was good at one thing. We're very complimentary of each other, of our characters. Usually, you successfully build a character that I don't want to play. <laughs> I don't want to play this character at all. That's how you talk to a noble? You're such a... <laughs> I don't want to play it. You're so rude. It's real bad. Yeah, I'm going to take my five points and go home. And I'll never tell you your score. You won, <laughs> but I'm not telling you by how much. What did I get? What did I get? Is this all-time high? This has to be. I think we've had a 13 before. Pretty pretty darn good. Good score. Why would you, you... want to play my character? Because good at everything. But seriously, college, like, did you look at College of Swords? Yes. And it's so much fun at higher levels. The College of Swords is basically a fighter. It is. Because it's got kind of superiority die vibe to it. Yeah. But also, eventually, you don't even need the superiority die. As you said, yeah. you just get them all the you time at this D6. level. Yeah. Uh, it's a really strong character. It's, it's a really, really strong. strong build. Congratulations. We're now officially even again. This you won the last probably two. probably very exciting for the listeners. They they were pulling for nothing. No, they were. They, I, I saw one tweet that said that they were happy that you were winning. Sometimes we get one tweet and... That's what we're riding high on. Yeah. That and the meth that we're still cooking in the lab. <laughs> so, speaking of feedback, if you guys want to do us a huge solid, if you like the show, you listen to it every week, you subscribe, you can't wait for Wednesday mornings, do us a favor, hop onto whatever platform you listen to this podcast on and give us a rating or a review. We would really appreciate it. It, it helps increase our visibility and uh, maybe get some more people to listen to our show. Yeah, and stay tuned for all of us. Uh, please check out our Twitter because we are going to be announcing some more really fun stuff that we have coming down the line. Uh, we're so excited to share it with you. We are going to have some more stuff up on DMs Guild in the future as well if you haven't seen what we currently have. Also, next episode, super excited. We are not only making level 20 characters, but, but they have Santa savers. Santa savers. Yes, they their mission is to save Santa. So we need to make a character that we think would best save Santa, and we're going to have additional scoring for how well they could save Santa. Is that right? Yes. You're making, really you're, you're, making, you're making the criteria and then keeping it hidden. Guys, uh, if you haven't been able to find out by now, if you're just tuning in, Garen cheats a lot. And if you're just tuning in, this is not the best character I've ever made. We have established that. <laughs> really bad character this week, Garen. But looking forward to next week. And there's still so much we haven't touched on in Xanathar's. Wizard, Sorcerer, Warlock. That's why, if, Paladin. You're, listen, if you're listening... Pick it up, about 30 bucks on Amazon, or go to your local comic shop, support those guys. Probably the best supplement that they have. Yeah. Easy. This is one of our longest endings that we've ever had, and they are usually useless, and this one is no exception. And that being said, just remember, it doesn't have to be optimized. It just has to be fun. Thank you, guys. Have a great week. This has been a production of the D&D Character Lab Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at DND Character Lab. Or shoot us an email at dndcharacterlab at gmail.com. Most importantly, make sure you subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or the Apple Podcast app.